0: Welcome to the Situationship to Soulmate podcast, your guide to navigating the complicated world of dating and sex in your 20s. I'm your host, Shelly, content creator, mental health counseling graduate student, and a trained sex and relationship coach. After going through a lot of traumatic, unhealthy, and toxic experiences throughout my 20s, I'm finally ready to use what I've learned over the years to help those of you who are still experiencing it. I went from situationships, bad hookups, and settling for less than I deserved to finding my soulmate all within one year. Let's help you get there too. Today's episode, I wanted to talk about soulmates since I already did an episode about situationships. Do soulmates exist? Is soulmates real? Is it a real thing? And if it is, is it something that we should even be striving for? Is it something that should be your overall goal with dating? Or is it all just bullshit? So I found this really interesting article from the BBC that talks about soulmates. And I We'll link the article below, but um I really liked this quote that was in it. It says, we live in a time of overwhelming uncertainty, politics, environmentally, and socially. The soulmate myth pr- promises that amidst the dizzying and often confusing landscape of dating apps, there is one match out there that will make sense of it all. It promises an anchor to modern life that many find appealing. So I really liked that. I think it, you know, does a good job of explaining kind of why why we want to believe in soulmates you know why why is it an appealing thing to think that there is that one person that's perfect for us that one person you know who's just meant to be for us because like that quote says like our world is very overwhelming there's a lot of uncertainty there's a lot of things that we cannot control and so i think a lot of times it's really nice to think like okay i don't have control over everything um but Some things are just meant to be, and there is just this one person who is, you know, we're going to eventually find each other and live happily ever after. I have definitely always considered myself to be a romantic. I feel like from a young age, I, you know, I loved fairy tales. I loved the idea of romance. I, you know, when I was in high school, I definitely believed in soulmates. I definitely was, you know, dreaming and wishing for a beautiful romantic relationship. And, you know, I think I'm definitely not alone in having those dreams around fairy tales and around finding my happy ending. I think especially for, you know, people, specifically women or people that were socialized to be a girl or a woman, um, we were kind of fed this narrative from a young age of like, marriage being this ultimate goal that you should have in your life. And I feel like some of the best rom-coms ever were coming out when I was in middle school and high school. And that was kind of that age of like, you know, Twilight was really popular when I was in high school. And, you know, there was like high school musical and like all these different TV shows, Gossip Girl, Vampire Diaries, like all these shows that were centered around kind of this idea of someone finding their soulmate or this idea of like romance and having a boyfriend and all these things being like the central thing in someone's life because yeah a lot of these tv shows and movies like it was a you know centered around romance and so i think growing up especially as a millennial growing up with a lot of those types of you know movies and tv shows to watch i definitely was buying into that narrative of like I should always be searching for a boyfriend, basically, and not just a boyfriend, right? But like, I should be searching for my soulmate. So, is this kind of idealized version of a soulmate is Is there anything that's bad about that? Is there anything that's like harmful about that? Um, in this article that I had referenced uh, from the BBC, there was another great quote that I'm going to steal. Well, not steal. I will be citing, you know, I will be linking this in the description. (laughs) Um, But this quote says, an expectation that something will be instantly and everlastingly perfect only leads to disappointment and resentment because this simply isn't realistic. Some of the most successful relationships are couples who have spent years supporting each other through all of the personal challenges that they are going through and never expect each other to be perfect or everything. So I thought this, you know, did a really good job of kind of describing like the the downside of of believing in this soulmate type of thing which is like w- when you're believing in the idea of a soulmate you're basically believing that there's one perfect person for you and you're kind of subscribing to this idea that like that someone can be perfect and obviously we know that nobody's perfect um and i think you know the article also goes into this idea that like you know i think there's a lot of people who maybe end up ending relationships because they don't feel perfect or they don't you know they there's a few things that are wrong where like that person could probably have stayed and worked through it with with you know worked through things in that relationship but they were like you know what maybe this just isn't my person like maybe this is just not my soulmate i'm gonna go out and try to find someone like i'm gonna go out and try to find my soulmate you know i think it's really easy to kind of blame a relationship not working on like Oh, they just weren't the one. Like I know I used to do that a lot. I would be like, "Oh, like it didn't work out with that person because he's just not the one for me." Which like in some ways I still I still support that idea. I still believe that that's true. Like I do believe that everyone that I dated in the past was not the right match for me, not the right fit for me. But at the same time, now that I've gotten older, I can kind of recognize like, "Oh, there were also other things at play that made that not a compatible relationship that have nothing to do with whether or not someone was my soulmate or not you know um and i think like the other thing that quote mentioned was you know successful relationships are are comprised of like two people who have gone through a lot together who have like spent years supporting each other spent years like getting to know each other on a deep level and at the end of the day they accept the other person for who they are and they don't try to make them into some kind of perfect version of them or they don't expect them to be perfect. So those are kind of like the two sides, I guess, of soulmates. There's this idea that like, you know, maybe in some ways we need to believe in soulmates because of how uncertain and overwhelming our world is. It's really nice to believe like, oh, there is someone out there who is perfect for me or, you know, who is perfect fit for me specifically but then on the other end of that it's like nobody's perfect no relationship is perfect and even if you find who you think is your quote-unquote soulmate you know you still need to work to have a good relationship it's not going to just come magically with no no effort or no work put in by either person so i'm sure you're wondering like what is my kind of thought process now around soulmates like i mentioned i when I was younger, I definitely believed in soulmates. Do I believe in them now? For me personally, it feels comforting and it makes me happy to think that my partner is the perfect person for me. I have literally said to my boyfriend before like, "You're literally my soulmate," like you're my soulmate, and I enjoy saying that and I enjoy believing that. And on some level I do believe that. Like there are so many little coincidences and things that that brought us together. And I'm sure I'll share like the full story of how we met and how we started dating. And there's a lot of like kind of magical elements of that, that really to me do feel like he is my soulmate, you know? And I know that my high school self, for example, who was really wanting to find my soulmate would be so happy with where I am now and with this relationship that I have now. And my high school self would say that he's my soulmate and would be like, you know, overjoyed, like you did it, you found your soulmate. But with all that being said, I can also see how my kind of mindset and belief in this idea of a soulmate has at times not played in my favor. And what I basically mean by that is like, since being in this relationship with my boyfriend, there have been multiple times where I've felt really frustrated with myself, where I've been like, Ah, uh, like I thought that I wouldn't have these issues that I had in past relationships or these triggers or you know, these things that come up. Like once I found my soulmate, quote unquote, I felt I thought that like those problems and those issues would just magically disappear. And obviously that's not what happened. <laughs> and you know, like I said earlier, like there's no perfect person. And even when you do find your perfect person you know, your, your soulmate, like they don't just magically make all of your own personal internal issues and your triggers around relationships and things. They don't just make those disappear, right? So like being with the right person does not magically cure or heal you from all of your mental health and relationship or attachment issues. So I've had to learn to be really patient and have a lot of grace for myself in that like I am an imperfect person like I am still working on a lot of things with myself I'm still working on being the best version of myself and finding my soulmate has helped with that a lot like he has really helped me in a lot of areas but I also can't expect him to to fix me like and I do feel like that's almost A little bit of the subtext of this idea of soulmate sometimes is like oh once you find your soulmate like you'll never you know be anxious in the relationship again or you'll never like you know insert whatever issues you've had in past relationships and i hate to break it to you but that is not true i will say that a lot of the issues i had in past relationships are either not present or not as heightened so like i do not feel nearly as anxious as i used to feel in past relationships with things like for example how quickly my boyfriend texts me back like if he goes out to hang out with some friends i am not constantly checking my phone and feeling stressed if he hasn't texted me in an hour because i'm you know worried about why he hasn't texted me like i don't like anxieties like that don't even cross my mind anymore whereas in past relationships I would be constantly feeling anxious about like the length of time in which, you know, the person was taking to text me back. So that's just like one example where it's like, I have realized, wow, I don't feel that anxiety at all anymore. Like I just have, I just trust him and I know that like he'll text me when he's able to text me. And also we've reached that level of, you know, comfort and familiarity where it's like we, we both mutually trust each other and we also, we want the other one to have fun without us because that's healthy and normal. Like I want my boyfriend to go do something without me sometimes and not feel the need to be texting me 24 um, seven and vice versa. So, so that is one example where like that type of anxiety around relationships has basically vanished um, in this relationship. But my kind of bigger issues like, you know around some of the trauma that i have experienced and my triggers around that or just the way that i handle stress or the way that i communicate when i when we have a disagreement like things like that have still you know been things that i've had to work on and i think i've just really had to remind myself like do you consider him your soulmate yes you know But just because he is what you consider your soulmate does not mean that he's perfect. It doesn't mean that you're perfect. And it doesn't mean that this relationship is perfect. So I think that that would be something that my high school self would probably be surprised by. Um, I do definitely remember as a teenager kind of having these very naive, unrealistic expectations of what love and relationships were and, you know, kind of thinking like that, in the perfect relationship, you never fight or you never have disagreements or you never feel anxious, you never get triggered, you you know, all of your past problems just vanish magically, <laughs> you know. So I think like if that is your kind of view of soulmates and what a soulmate relationship is, then you will feel maybe disappointment, maybe surprise or frustration when you do find who you believe to be your soulmate, and it doesn't necessarily look or feel the way that you thought it would. So one thing that that BBC article that I mentioned, um, one thing that they talked about is how it's more important to have a growth mindset rather than having this expectation of finding the quote-unquote perfect person. So I think what they mean by growth mindset is like having this goal to meet someone fall in love and then be willing and able to like help them as they grow, as they change throughout their life and be okay with the relationship growing and changing as well. And not expecting them to be perfect, not expecting you to be perfect and not expecting the relationship to either be perfect or to just stay the exact same throughout the entirety of your relationship And I think this this idea of growth is something that I've actually been thinking about a lot and at times struggling with. I am definitely someone who has always had issues with change. (laughs) Any sort of change that I've ever gone through in my life has been really difficult for me to navigate. And so I think like, again, like I said, when I was younger, I really had this romanticized view of what a good relationship was. And I think that I probably did think that it was like, One where it just didn't change, like where, you know, you you, like the kind of thing you see in movies and, and TV shows where it's like the couple acts the exact same around each other from like their first date until they have five kids together. Like they're still the exact same people. And that's obviously not necessarily how things go in relationships. Most people change in some way, but it's not necessarily a negative thing. It's not necessarily like huge changes so being able to have this growth mindset, like I want our relationship to be able to grow and evolve and for both of us to be able to grow and learn new things about ourselves, about each other, about relationships, like that is more important than trying to search for this one perfect person. I think another thing I've realized, particularly around like reflecting on past relationships is that sometimes Just saying, like, oh, it didn't work out because he wasn't my soulmate or he wasn't the one is almost like a way of us just not looking deeper into what actually was the reason for it not working out, if that makes sense. So, like, I think it's just really easy to be like, oh, well, everything happens for a reason. You know, we broke up. That must mean that he's not my soulmate and I'm going to go find my soulmate. And like, that's great. And that can be a, that can be a very reassuring. And I know like for me, I've always, it always has helped me through breakups when I've kind of focused on the positive or like that hope that I had of like, this just helps me be one step closer to finding the person that is right for me. But I think on the other hand, again, that's kind of a convenient way to just not dig deeper into the things that you might have done that added, you know, that, that caused the relationship to end or the things that the other person did that caused it to end or the things that that were just not compatible between the two of you. So, so my advice, if you are someone who is either currently single or in a situation or in a relationship that you're not happy with, and you're wanting to kind of reflect on past relationships and, you know, look forward to finding your soulmate, um, something I would something i would recommend you ask yourself is like why did it actually not work out and you know is there anything that i need to work on with myself to be better for my next relationship and also is there anything that i can take from that past relationship that did not work for me like are there any like non-negotiables things that just are deal breakers for you that maybe you let slide in the past but you're like you know what my soulmate will not do those things or my soulmate will not exhibit those traits and really think about it and do some journaling if you're into journaling um and just like really take the time to to reflect on those things you know because again while it is great to just be like oh that person wasn't my soulmate bye on to the next it's also good to take a second to be like okay but apart from just him not being my soulmate what else was going on there what other dynamics were going on there because like i said even when you're with your soulmate your issues still follow you especially if they're deep seated you know deep rooted things that you've had since childhood like attachment issues for example and i'm sure i'll do a whole episode on attachment but you know there's a lot of things that that we learned as kids that we still carry with us into adulthood and they impact pretty much every relationship we have you know so Again, regardless of if you are with your soulmate or not, you're still going to have issues internally with yourself that you need to work on. And you're still going to have issues that are going to come up in your interpersonal relationships. So I want to end this episode talking about one more article that I found that I thought was really, really great describing kind of this idea of the perfect relationship. And this one is from the Gottman Institute. They have a lot of great um, resources around relationships, but this relationship or (laughs) this relationship, this article that I found that I'll link below, um, is called the perfect relationship. And it had this really great quote that I liked, which says true, perfect love isn't without flaws, just as life isn't without constant mistakes and learning. It is what we do with them and how we manage these mistakes that will define how perfect our marriage is. It is within the day to day moments that we create habits together that can build a love that is unbreakable and can withstand the storms that will inevitably show up. So I feel like this just goes really well with what I was talking about, about like no relationship is perfect. Um, But, you know, you may be wondering now, like, OK, so if no relationship is perfect, um, how do I find a relationship that is as close to perfect as it can be? And this article basically says that the best thing you can do is to just try to focus on making small daily changes or taking small steps every single day to make your relationship as good as it can be. And they basically just talk about how you don't need these grandiose romantic gestures like we see in a lot of the movies to make a relationship perfect or as close to perfect as it can be. Um, It really is about those like small little things that you do every single day and showing your partner that you appreciate them. And another quote that I just want to mention real quick is, despite what we may have been told, f- happily ever after isn't simply a given, it must be earned. Achieving a happy and fulfilling marriage doesn't have to be rocket science, and with a few small changes daily, you too can experience what it feels like to have a perfect relationship. So I will link that article down below, and I highly recommend that you check out the Gottman Institute website. They have a ton of like really good you know information articles different things different exercises you can do if you're in a relationship so yeah i'll link that article and um, as well as the article that i referenced earlier down in the show notes of this episode and i would love to hear from you guys i am always really curious to hear different people's thoughts on soulmates i'd love to hear you know do you believe in soulmates what is your definition of soulmates Do you feel like you've found your soulmate? Um, What are different qualities that you're looking for if you're still searching for your soulmate? Or do you think that soulmates and the idea of soulmates is just total bullshit? So my final thoughts on soulmates is that it doesn't hurt anyone, doesn't hurt you to believe in soulmates. I personally do. You know, I would say I do believe in soulmates. I do believe that I am currently with my soulmate. Um, But one thing to look out for is just to make sure that we're not idealizing this idea of the soulmate to the point where we are not able to see you know how there can be struggles in relationships and there can be difficult times and that doesn't mean that that's not your soulmate and if you are still searching for your soulmate i highly recommend you reflect on your past relationships reflect on what you're really looking for like really think about what would my soulmate be like? You know, what what qualities does that person possess, and how will I know when I found them? And then, you know, the last thing that I mentioned was just when you are in a relationship, making sure to focus on those small little moments, small things you can do to make your partner feel appreciated, and little moments like that is really what makes a perfect "quote unquote" relationship. I hope you enjoyed this episode, and like I said. Feel free to reach out to me, DM me on Instagram or email me at situationship to soulmate at gmail.com and situationship to soulmate on Instagram and TikTok. And yeah, I'd love to hear your thoughts on soulmates. I'd love to hear any anything that you would want me to talk more about in future episodes. And I will talk to you in the next episode. Thanks for listening to the Situationship to Soulmate podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with someone you think would enjoy it. And don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review the podcast so it can reach other people who need it. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Situationship to Soulmate. And feel free to shoot me an email at soulmate at gmail.com. See you next time. Mm-hmm.